This episode of Additive Insight is brought to you in association with TCT360, the event for 3D printing and additive manufacturing intelligence. Join TCT on the 29th of June to the 1st of July 2021 at the NEC Birmingham for three days, 60 features and a conference lineup that explores whatever stage of development you're at, whether it's evaluation, adoption or optimization. Register now at tct360.com. Welcome to another episode of Additive Insight, your source for news, interviews and comment on the latest 3D printing and additive manufacturing intelligence from the TCT editorial team. I'm your host Laura Griffiths, Deputy Group's Editor at TCT, and in this episode I'll be speaking to Xavi martinez Fenerka, CEO of 3D printing company BCN3D. Based in Barcelona, BCN3D is a manufacturer of polymer extrusion based desktop 3D printers. Having spun out of the Polytechnic University of Catalonia just last year, the company is already said to have an install base of around 5,000 machines employed by a wide range of professional industrial users. On this episode, we discuss BCN3D's origins in the RepRap movement, its unique IDEX independent dual extruder technology, and the latest iterations of its Sigma and Epsilon family of 3D printers. If you like what you hear, you can get your free print subscription to TCT Magazine and receive the biggest 3D printing news stories of the week delivered straight to your inbox with our Additive Insight newsletter by subscribing at tctmagazine.com. You can also let us know what you think on social at the TCT Magazine and join in the discussion on the Additive Manufacturing Global Community Discord. very much for joining us today on the TCT Additive Insight podcast. It's great to have you here. First of all, just how are you doing? Uh, fine, fine. It's a strange time, but luckily we have the opportunity to keep pushing 3D printing, so, so let's go. Mm-hmm. And the last time that TCT spoke to BCN3D was actually right before the coronavirus pandemic hit and right before we saw lots of 3D printing companies really rush into action to, to create these new products and solutions to really help. Can you talk about what BCN3D has been doing in regards to that and how you were inspired to help? It was quite spontaneous, I would um, You have to think that, that in our company we have uh, really techy guys uh, that as soon as they had like a challenge and uh, that they could use the technology to help, they start using the printers uh, at BCN3D, so finally, from from let's say from the management, we didn't we didn't say anything. So they started by themselves, and then we, obviously we we gave them the let's say the platform to to let let the market know that that we were doing this. So it was really good. We we have been using the the farm uh, to print a mask. Uh, it was. Uh, Impressive how, how people from healthcare uh, really thank us for for providing these these materials. Uh, and at that moment, I, I'm in April, yeah, March, April. It was really needed, so it was a pleasure. And and all the team joined together to to build them and and to print them and to build them afterwards. So it was it was great great time. Although you know the situation was not really good. Mm-hmm. And so. Talk to me about that print farm then. Was that already up and running before this happened? And did you just kind of just use that for purely COVID applications for a little while? And, and are you using it for other things now? Uh, we, we used we used the, the farm for to print uh, some parts of the printers. Mm. 
or we just had to, you know, refocus the, the purpose of the printers. And as they are flexible and we can use the IDEX technology, the duplication on the mirror thing. So we had uh, really, let's say, good manufacturing power to put in place. Mm -hmm. So despite that ongoing pandemic, then the company has actually continued to really grow when you got some investment back in, in June, it was 2.8 million euros in investment. Can you talk about what you plan to do with that money and what it means for the next phase of BCN 3D? Um, when we got this spin-off uh, one and a half year ago, uh, we started designing the, well, we had some ideas, but we started to put it together in a product that was the, the Epsilon. And after having the Epsilon and receiving the feedback and seeing, let's say, the, our distribution partners uh, talking about the possibilities of the machine and the workbench idea and the, the Epsilons as a, as a, as a product, uh, we saw that, that, that we needed, that maybe we, we, we could uh, have new strategies to, to, to release new products, to, to expand the VCN 3D vision of 3D printing. Uh, and we were able to convince uh, some more investors for this round. So I think that it's a great opportunity, especially for the next months, to deploy this portfolio that we are presenting and to, to make it possible to, to do as many applications as possible. Mm -hmm. And do you think that's quite a positive sign then the fact that even during this difficult time that people are still willing to invest in 3D printing as an industry? Yeah, it was it was really it, it was really good for us. Uh, I think that the, the investors, the new investors, the Mondragon Group, which is a huge industrial group here in Spain, uh, they 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 committed, let's say, to to the investment, although the situation, and 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 I think that talks really good about them and really good about us. Uh, in some way, we are working with them uh, and we knew them before the pandemic. Uh, so I think that it's a great opportunity in terms of uh, business side, of economical side, but also on the technological side, because they are a huge group, uh, industrial group. They have many companies. And in fact, the, the, the investment goes through a company from them called Danovat, which is a CNC machining uh, company. Mm. So share some technology there that, that, that makes this deal, let's say, more interesting it's not only money it's also technology mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and something you mentioned there then you know you, you you spun out of the the university only like one and a half years ago which is such a, a short space of time you're still a, a really young company in that sense so i just want to talk a little bit about the the beginnings of the company the beginning of bcn 3d you were a spin out of the polytechnic university of catalonia and um, like many established 3d printer brands also product of this rep wrap movement can you tell us about just how the company came to be and also how you developed the idex technology yeah the, the, I, I think that as usually the good the good the good uh, histories comes by uh, starts by chance so this is a little bit the, the situation here um we started the project into the technological center they they are specialized on on manufacturing techniques um so in that environment they they had industrial printing like sls sla machines but the big ones you know the systems and this kind of device and uh and suddenly one guy came and, and said that we could assemble 
like a small machine that should be at homes in the future. So it was like this. And um, and as well, the, the, the people around there decided to give away, let's say, <laughs> 600 euros i think that that it cost the first kit mm. and we assembled the first kit and and we saw the potential when we saw people coming to the technological center and looking and staring uh on the small 3d printer instead of the big thing mm -hmm. you know and and we saw the potentiality of of this as a as a tool to explain the technology which is one of the aims of the technological center to make society more aware of technology and this kind of thing that's the start, the starting point so if we wanted to do something with this this uh, rep rap thing we should uh let's say maintain the the business unit alive uh, by selling something so we started to sell uh, kids and we saw that the kids were not ready to assemble or at least it was difficult for some customers to assemble we started the workshops uh then after the workshops we decided to make a, a new machine which was better to assemble or easy to assemble uh this was the first vcm 3d which the machine was called vcm 3d mm -hmm. it's quite interesting then we moved to the vcm 3d plus and in 2015 we saw that that uh as the 3d printing movement was uh, getting more uh let's say uh, power or the people started to understand more about 3d printing uh, our customers were no longer those that want to assemble the machine they they were there to get parts from the machine mm -hmm. and then we decided to switch the model to change the perspective of the of the of the business unit and and then we decided that we we designed the the sigma the vcm 3d sigma mm -hmm. we changed him of the project, we put VCM3D as a brand name, and then we we designed the the VCM3D Sigma, and we had we had at that moment we had a really really good opportunity because um we we have a white sheet to to start designing something new. So we saw that one of the one of the biggest drawbacks of 3D printing at that moment was that uh, it was not possible to print with two materials. And that the systems that we tried with the kids on two materials were really messy in terms of having the two nozzles on the same on the same uh, carriage. Mm. So then uh, we decided to split the carriage, and uh, we saw some some people trying to do it, and we we got the idea from the open source community, but we make it let's say scalable in a in 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 a product in a closed product ready to use product um and that's why how everything started with the sigma we were able to start selling through distributors this gave us the opportunity to uh to convince them uh to sell our products the the project started to grow till we released the sigmax which is wider because we we saw that the duplication and the mirror uh features were really really good and we can provide something new to the to the to the market mm -hmm. uh, as soon as the thing got super big we decided to spin off and and make it an independent company mm -hmm. 
And it's so interesting that, that you said the initial sparks came from someone suggesting that, you know, this needs to be a machine that's going to be in, in people's homes because you've got like a very industrial user base for, for your machines. But um, I, I learned that it was, I think it was last year or maybe a couple of years, but now you also kind of have kept the RepRap spirit alive by releasing the design files for the Sigma and Sigmax systems. Has it still been important to kind of, I suppose, give back to that RepRap community even whilst having these these industrial customers? It's it's quite interesting thing because obviously if we that the let's say the new companies maybe they they don't decide to do that mm -hmm. but I'm from from we come so uh, I think that it's for us to to show how the machine is made uh, not only because people can give feedback which is the common open source thing to say you know I get feedback from from customers. Uh, but also because uh, we can or we trust that by this way we can show that we are open and I don't mean open as open source but open as clear as transparent mm -hmm. uh, we are projecting that we are as geeks let's say so as techie guys <laughs> as the, the customers who are taking care of all machines in their places and they are doing new things and and I'm sure that they could share these things and, and get feedback from the community so in a way is is a is a way to, to show that that we are like our customers but we have the opportunity to sell machines instead of whatever they the customers do mm -hmm. um we're going to talk a little bit more about that openness later on in terms of uh, machine openness and material openness as well but um just a little on the, the desktop side of things i mean the desktop polymer extrusion side of 3d printing is quite a, a, a busy marketplace how does bcn3d differentiate itself from kind of the, the, the rest of desktop systems that are in that category i think that obviously it's 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 quite difficult to differentiate from the from the competitor uh, competition um but i think that uh, the the idx technology is still good today uh, in fact, 20% of our print jobs are, are made in duplication or mirror, which means that um, it's a feature that people is, is really using. And, uh, and in a market that is uh, going through or going to, uh, sorry, to the, to the low batch production, uh, this is really interesting to, to, to have. So the duplication, it's a, for me, it's the main differentiation. And then, uh, obviously, with the new products, we are starting to reach new new levels of, of uh, application with the Chiron fiber and and, and other uh, field materials. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that the solution of the W50 and the smart cabinet is a complete solution. So people, is, we are taking care, let's say, of the of the the material. Uh, in the smart cabinet and then we are feeding a, a 3d printer this is an integral solution that i think that that um that it's quite good and quite different from from the other on the on the market so i think that in a is a, is a tough competition i would say but but i think that our product is quite different to the others and on the other hand uh we are common people doing common things, which is uh, try to improve a little bit the world. I think that um, we try to show that, as I said before, we are as geeks as our clients and love technology 
and we are not here to, you know, um, we are here to change the world, but not in the way that the other uh, try to. Mm -hmm. uh, that is also a, a really important idea to, to, to explain. So it's kind of by the geeks, for the geeks then. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think that in the end, behind every machine, there's, there's an, a normal people who is trying to do something and 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 you, you're not we we believe that we are not selling printers to companies although it's professional we are selling the printers to professionals mm -hmm. professionals has uh, have their their dreams and their aspirations and their and their motivation and uh, and i think that this is the the kind of vision that we have try to convince them uh that they can do better things with our products. Mm -hmm. And in terms of differentiating yourself, you've also established um, several materials partnerships with some very well-known names like BASF and, and like Mitsubishi Chemical as well. Do you think that has helped people to, you know, maybe have confidence in, in using your product, knowing that they can come in and use familiar brand names like that? Yeah, it, it, we, we started to work with them even before the partnership. And we realized that, that by being, let's say, just provider from us, and we selling BCN 3D material, let's say, without saying that they are our providers, uh, we 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 were losing part of the of the message of the, of the material because uh, the material is a really important thing on 3D printing, and uh, and we wanted to make sure that the, the quality is perceived by by the client. So by just by putting the sticker, it's clear that. There are two big brands there uh, manufacturing the materials, but not only this, but in inside the the companies, uh, it is important to to work with materials that are from a really important brands because on the on the process of buying the material, uh, there are the purchasing team, which is uh, let's say comfortable buying from BSF and asking who is BSC, BC and 3D materials mm -hmm. and is this one. So it's a way to show that we have the quality because we have, and then it's a way to, let's say, make comfortable the companies buying, buying our materials. Mm -hmm. You've spoke about how you're not necessarily selling to these companies, but you're selling to, to users, to, to individuals. Can you talk about any particular exciting or, or interesting customer stories or applications that you've come across recently? There, there are quite a lot. I like the one that is a, a company that is called NGNI, mm -hmm. uh, uh, which is doing uh, custom machines for laboratories. Uh, they are, uh, these laboratories usually process blood uh, samples. Mm -hmm. So they process a lot of blood samples. So we, they need something automatic, let's say, that deal with a, with a huge amount of, of blood samples. And obviously, every laboratory is doing different things with the with the blood sample, uh, so they have to let's say customize every single machine to a different process. So in this sense, uh, they need to have uh, a tool to customize. So the three D printing is there for for them to use. And obviously, when you have a big machine uh, like this, you need quite an. Uh, huge amount of productivity, let's say. Uh, so again, the duplication and the mirror uh, come, come, comes to the, to the, to the, to use. So um, this is a really, really good uh, example of how 
we we see the 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 market and the use cases is a company that is working in customization uh with tech materials because they need to the materials to be let's say technical fit in the in the machine mm -hmm. uh and and yes and and this is a this is a use case and moving on a little bit further than the, the Sigma and Sigmax machines, um, last year you launched a, a brand new system um, at Formnext. It was called the Epsilon, and it was described as this workbench 3D printing solution. Um, can you talk about the type of market that you were, you were going at with that and, and what the feedback on that machine has been like so far? Yeah, the, the, what we see is that between the, let's say, 1,000 euro machine to the 10,000 euro machine, there's a, there's a separation. There's two markets inside the one, mm. with the desktop thing as a as a printer that you will put in the desktop, as they as the name says, and uh, and in an office environment, uh, maybe doing prototypes or or working with a let's say a small team uh, around. And in the workbench, as we understand the workbench, you have to see the machine in a in a in a warehouse or in a place that there are other machines like milling machines etc so it's a more technical uh, situation and the demands for those machines are are higher in safety and uh, and also in in capabilities in terms of materials that they have to print mm -hmm. so, so that's why we want to differentiate this because the message is different and because the, the, the features of the machines are needs to be different mm -hmm. let's say okay and so you're also about to launch what is being described as your biggest product release in the history of VCN 3D, which of course sounds very exciting. Can you tell us about what that is? <laughs> well, uh, we are releasing, uh, we are completing the portfolio, let's say. Um, we are uh, renewing the desktop series. We are releasing a new Sigma, mm -hmm. the Sigma 25, which is a, which is a brand new uh sigma series printer with connectivity and other really good features i would say and then on the worldwide series we are releasing the w27 uh, the epsilon w27 uh with the smart cabinet as a complete solution uh, the idea again of the worldwide uh, series is, is to provide the customers with a complete solution uh the smart cabinet is focused on maintaining in good conditions the the materials in terms of humidity and in terms of storage. Mm -hmm. uh, and and then there's another feature which is a UPS uh, device that if a current goes down, uh, you can continue printing or at least you can pause the pause the the printer so you don't lose those really long prints. Uh, by something external like mm -hmm. a uh, dome, and um, and then the W twenty seven is uh, it's uh, it has the same features of the W fifty, but uh, it's it's a little bit smaller in volume, uh, you know safety poles for the door, and the filters and all the all the things prepared for the for a more industrial environment. Okay. And so were these kind of new features then, uh, were these um, asked for by the BCN3D community or is it something you've been working on since last year? I, I think that it's both. Uh, obviously, we have our own ideas, mm -hmm. but I've collected a lot of feedback from, from both the users uh, seeing the, the Epsilon and, and especially from the, 
from the distribution partners, which are always pushing us to make uh, new products. Uh, and uh, but but it's it's both. Obviously, we have the we have, as I said before, really git guys on team trying to make new things, and and then the distribution partners that are always pushing us uh, to to make new things. Mm-hmm. Is the idea that these new systems are going to re- replace the current systems, or are they just going to live side by side? No, the, the, they they are going to. Let's say we are we are discontinuing the same and the same max, okay. and we are in the new the new machines. Okay. And so that is a, a pretty big product release. As I said, it's been a year since the, the the Epsilon was first announced. So can you talk to us about things beyond that release? What are your kind of long-term ambitions for, for BCN3D going forward? I think that, that the portfolio that we are releasing, it's it's in, in technological terms, is really good. Uh, we are pretty convinced that we are going to satisfy the, the needs of the users. And there will be... I think that two years of of this portfolio, uh, we are planning some improvements. Obviously, on the the way that the portfolio is used, uh, we are planning other applications. We are uh, we have some ideas on top of this portfolio, and uh, and a part of this as a as, as a company, what we want is to grow, uh, to establish on the market, and to to be able to be. To be a reference on 3D printing, I think that this portfolio will help on this on this side, and 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 that's more or less all. Uh, there's 24 months in in front of us of roller coaster, and and trying to to grow and to establish our name in the industry. This episode of Additive Insight is brought to you in association with TCT360, the event for 3D printing and additive manufacturing intelligence. Join TCT on the 29th of June to the 1st of July 2021 at the NEC Birmingham for three days, 60 features and a conference lineup that explores whatever stage of development you're at, whether it's evaluation, adoption or optimization. Register now at tct360.com.